Hello, and welcome to the Trauma Tally. My name is Heather. I'm Jay. I'm Alana, the guest speaker. So Jay, tell us what a Trauma Tally is. So how we got our name, Trauma Tally, is if you've ever been in the situation where you're sharing a an emotional trauma or a pain that you've been caused in your life, and another person says, well, that's nothing, so-and-so or I have had it worse, or you're sharing this pain and someone says, or someone else is sharing their pain with you, and then they say about themselves, but I know I don't have it that bad and it wasn't that bad. That's downplaying their trauma. The other person is trying to one-up your trauma. That is a trauma tally. So we are not going to be keeping trauma tallies on this program. <laughs> because it's unhealthy. Very unhealthy. Everyone's trauma hits them in their own way. Where you may have something that seems devastating to the entire world. The entire world would think, oh, it's so devastating. And another person may, may not seem that way to the world. That we're not going to trauma tally. We're just not going to do that because everybody gets hit with trauma in their own way. Yep. I got exactly. the first one of the podcast on a deleted file. <laughs> yes. She downplayed her own story. We don't do that. Yeah. Exactly. I caught myself though, mm -hmm. but I gave myself the tally. <laughs> so, um, just a background. I grew up in an IBL pay IBLP, which we'll say later what that is, uh, based cult. Um, uh, Lana, our guest speaker today, is my daughter. Oh, and the eldest daughter. Yeah, of, of two. Of two. Okay. Still and, counts as eldest. <laughs> still counts. And then, uh, Jay, you want to give us your background? Well, I have, uh, I've been raised in a religious background my whole life. Um, I've had pastors in my family. Um, real good foundation with that. And I have a desire to understand why people use mind control <laughs> and why cults are created and how they come to be created. So we're about to be talking about the Duggars. Yay. And I'm just like so hungry Yay. for this. <laughs> I know. I'm excited about this. So uh, basically what it is, is on, on Amazon Prime, there's the Amazon original Shiny Happy People, the Duggar Family Secrets. It was uh, directed and produced by Julie Willoughby, I think it's Nason, and Olivia Christ. Uh, we are going to be discussing episode one today, um, which mainly features Jill and Derek. Jill is the fourth born Duggar. So um, they're, it's going to start, this episode started with them. And she was pretty hesitant and nervous, She, but they seemed like they might have been in a good headspace. Yeah, I think her and her husband looked pretty grounded, even for the nerves that yeah. were showing on yeah. Jill's face for obvious she, reasons. Like, she had an air of her that just seemed healthier physically and mentally than when she was on the show. Like, yeah. the 19 Kids Accounting and Counting On and everything. She just seems healthier. She does. And I can't really give an opinion on that because I didn't watch the Duggars. I did not watch their show. I, <laughs> so. I grew up watching it. Uh, I was in fourth grade when I watched it on TV. Um, and mom was like, I don't know. I was working a lot. <laughs> yeah, you were working a lot. But when you watched it, uh, 
we both kind of related to it. Because, like, your parents put you into the cult. And, like, your parents are my grandparents, so. Yeah, and they watched you a lot when you were little. Yeah. And they still have a lot of those, a lot of that base and that ideology. And that belief. I didn't watch it on purpose. Um, (laughs) Because I knew it was probably going to be really unhealthy. Oh, it is. (laughs) To watch, especially for kids. And, I mean, I can say that even though I was... uh, really conservative um religious wise even with my kids and um but i chose not to watch the duggars because i just couldn't do it yeah I just could not do it <laughs> so I who are like, the duggars oh <clears throat> i was like eight when i watched it yeah something and like i watched like the live births and everything so yeah. so who are the duggars jim bob and michelle duggar um so when we talk about Jim Bob and Michelle, basically Michelle was, as she puts it, more secular than, than <laughs> she Jim, was a normal teenager than yes. Jim Bob. She was a normal teenager. Um, so that's the way she puts it. And she says that, you know, she was uh, into dating and that girlfriend boyfriend mess is what she says. Yes. She Which, actually kind of downplays herself. She says, I wasn't like Jim Bob. I was dating and mixed up in all that mess as if that was just like he was a higher from higher than she was yeah. because she had dated. It was just interesting. So, uh, and it, it was like, it was pretty interesting. So basically what happened is they had their firstborn, Josh, and um, we'll get into him a lot more Oy. later. <laughs> we will deep dive into him later. And then um, they had a miscarriage. And well, Michelle was Michelle and was and him had made the decision to be on birth control at this point. Yes, and they ended up blaming birth control for the miscarriage. It's mm-hmm. interesting though the the words Jim Bob chooses. He says because she took that pill, <laughs> we had a miscarriage. It's almost like I don't know. It, it, obviously, they made the decision together, but when he talks about it. He, he almost ca- he treats just, it like it was an abortion. He just places a lot of that heavy, heavy guilt, guilt onto her. Yeah, yeah. You know. Basically, the blame, the guilt, and and that's very pretty standard with the IBLP. Um. So uh, I mean, basically, Alana and I know him because we watched the show. Mm-hmm. Um. I grew up watching it and thinking, oh, that's how some of my family acts. Yeah. Which is not a good thing looking <laughs> no, back. Not, not necessarily. Not like, there's a good, good thing looking back. Well, let's preface, let's preface, 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 preface this? Preface. Preface this <laughs> with the fact that there are good people in the fundamentalist community. There community. are very yeah. good people in fundamentalist communities. We're good people. We're talking about the cultist side of them. We're though. talking yeah. about the ones that are more toxic. We're talking about those that go into those environments in order to manipulate and control other people. That's what yeah. we're talking about. Exactly. Um, I know the Duggars because like in, in the churches that, that I was in at the time, there was a lot of people enamored with the Duggars, a lot of ladies, a lot of women mm-hmm. enamored with the Duggars, wanted to be them, wanted to be like them to yes. the point where they were willing to go back into under the knife to reconnect reproductive 
organs because they felt so much guilt and shame for a decision they made at a younger time in their life when they decided they did not want any more kids. I mean, it was causing some serious mental guilt in, in these women. And so they were, they were all over this. I would hear it every day. You should watch it. You should watch it. It's amazing. It's this, it's that. And I'm thinking it's as toxic as it gets and I'm not watching it. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Okay. So I just didn't watch it. So that's. Yeah. And see, uh, it's definitely a cult romanticized. It really is. Really is. Um, So what is the IBLP? This I don't know much about. So the IBLP is the Institute of Basic Life Principles. It was created by none other than Bill Gothard himself. Yuck. Um, he's pretty gross, and we'll Who get into him later. Like a, like a cult so nobility. The, the, um, yeah, he does come from cult nobility, and we'll definitely get into all of that later. But he basically, as a bachelor, uh, created these uh, standards for raising children and having a good marriage <laughs> and bachelor uh. with no children. Oh, my goodness. It's like a noob telling a professional what to do. Exactly. It's like, hey, guess what? I'm going to do this. So um, there's a lot of different guests and a lot of different people. There's a lot of really, really good quotes um, from them on on different things to do with IBLP. So basically, IBLP is based off of the seven life principles. Mm. And the seven life principles are design, authority, responsibility, ownership, suffering, freedom, and success. Hmm. So they touted that they could resolve family conflicts, overcome feelings of inferiority, remove guilt and bitterness, and and conquer destructive habits. Yeah, I actually, in my notes, I have something. Gothard himself is on this program Uh, And he says, we have for every one of you, the answer on how to conquer any habit that you have. So like, Mm -hmm. he's like presenting himself as I have all the answers. Well, he says, we, whoever we are, (laughs) we have all the answers and we're going to help you, you know, conquer every habit you have. Well, there's one particular habit I know that somebody had that he couldn't conquer. (laughs) That's the truth. I'm telling you. So the way uh, Gothard presents himself, uh, this is purely my opinion and what I see from my viewpoint, but the way he presents himself to me looks like, like a limb of God. Like he's a messenger. Like he's a messenger of God. Yeah. And that's the way he kind of projects himself too. And so what happened is, is something like that would be incredibly attractive to someone like Jim Bob, who... As he's sitting there, he's working three jobs to support this family that's obviously growing in leaps and bounds. And it's it's said that he joined it before he met Michelle. Mm -hmm. So he was already... Yeah, well, in and high school, I think it was. It, it he joined it in high school. He went to one of the conferences in high school. But then later it comes out that he and Michelle um, actually joined it together uh, for the prosperity doctrine. Okay. So. Well, I had it in my notes. It's in here somewhere. Let me find it. Um, So it's funny because in the, in the seminar, the trailer to his seminar, it says 
you know, Bill Gothard was concerned about the wrong choices many of his classmates were making. Oh, he never talks school. about himself. He doesn't put himself in that same right. Because that would put him in a bad light. <clears throat> you know, so he's like, they're all making terrible choices, and I'm going to tell them how to do live we, their lives. Need, like a narcissist bell. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Cha-ching. Ding, 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 ding. Narcissist. So, you know, that was one of the things I'm like, you know, he's saying this about his his friends and not himself because obviously why my goodness he can't he can't be wrong you know exactly there's a lot of narcissists in this so what i found funny is that um jim bob goes to this um anti-abortion rally Mm -hmm. outside of the state capitol and to me it's almost like something clicked in him that oh I could make money doing power. This. It's I could have power. I could have the power here. Yes. I can so, use these people's beliefs at this, to make myself stronger. Exactly. I can use these people's beliefs to make myself stronger. That's great. And that's when he started running for Senate. Senate. For state Senate. And for so state Senate, yeah. He actually was elected for state Senate for two terms. And the kids were taken up to Little Rock with him, and they talk about doing how exciting it was to do their homework overlooking the Senate Council. Yes, from the upper balcony, and all I could think about was how what kind of childhood is that? All I could think of was that that, that they did not like that the government did not like them doing that, like the people so, in the building working. What do people with power want? More power, More right? Power. Mm-hmm. So what does he do then? He, he goes decides, for the U.S. Senate. That's right. He decides to go for, try to go for U.S. Senate. And failed. <laughs> he did not get elected, but in his election campaign, he had all these pictures of all these beautiful children lined up in rows. Like, all matching all- dresses or boys' clothes. Their hair a certain way. Everybody and is And they're just all in so- red. And so, of course, what does that do? People go, oh, well, who is this guy with this trail of children? And well-trained family, right? Exactly. So people, uh, Parent, I believe, actually, Parent Magazine. Um, No, uh, the picture got put in the New York Times. Okay, so it started out, yes, a picture of him and all his children lined up together went into the New York Times. And that captured the attention of the Parent Magazine. Mm -hmm. And then later on, in turn was actually it was discovery health TLC oh, hadn't yeah, yeah, really yeah. been developed yet mm-hmm. so that caught the attention of discovery health and discovery health did the first episode the first Duggar that one special was, was uh, where is it 14 children and pregnant again and that yes. came out in 2004 that was the year Alana was born <clears throat> yep mm-hmm. so at that point you start seeing, you know, all these Duggar children. Now, who are the Duggar children? Go ahead and name them off. So. We have Josh, Ick, um, <laughs> Ick, <laughs> the baby that they miscarried for uh, because of the pill, or they say because of the pill. They say because of the pill. Um, then we have John and Jana, which are twins. Jill, Jessa, Ginger, Joseph, Josiah, Joanna, Jedediah, Jeremiah, Jason, and James, who are also twins, Justin, Jackson, Joanna, Jennifer, Jordan, Josie, and then the would have been 20th child that they also miscarried, Jubilee. Yep. 
It's a lot of J's. Yeah. <laughs> when this episode entered, uh, when this episode came out, they only had fourteen, and they were pregnant. Um, yeah. So, so one, two, three, four, five. I six, think seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. They had just had Jackson. They had just had Jackson, and jo- they were pregnant with Johanna. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's where most people were introduced introduced to the, the like one hour special. Mm-hmm. So of them then in their they had house. like several different you know uh, specials. There was a whole bunch of uh, you know I, I put in my notes there was the fundy fawning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. there's a lot of little shows apparently that got people hooked on wanting to see you know the the big shows mm-hmm. right. And so the series started at 17 Kids and Counting, and I believe that was in 2006? Uh, no, it was 16 and moving in, because they were uh, making right. the new house that everybody really knows them for having. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm just going to kind of go off a little bit. Um, Amy is the niece. He, she is Jim Bob's niece. Yeah. And I like her. Yeah, um, I, like I love Amy. I like Amy. Um, she, she looks healthy. Now. One of the things she said in the beginning of the opening of The Shining Happy People is that she asked her uncle, why, you know, why are you doing this on TV? Because one of their core beliefs is no TV, you know, television, no television no radio, none of that. And so she's no like, books. why are you doing this? Because in her mind, you know, she was young. In her mind, she's thinking, you're going against a core belief. You, you've told me this my you're whole life. Why are religion? you doing this? And he, his response was... It's a ministry. Which, it's not. Um, so. <laughs> it's a drama show. He, he pulls out that that thing that a lot of them pull out where it's a ministry. It becomes a ministry. If it, if it goes against one of the core beliefs, it's okay if it makes me money. Exactly. It's okay if it gives me power. Um, and so that was when he said it's a ministry. I believe in ministries. I believe people mm-hmm. have ministries. They do a good thing. But there are people like this who will go against core values that they supposedly live their lives by, and they will go against them for money and power. And I believe that's what this particular Will It's a Ministry is about. I Jim Bob's so like one hundred percent. Jim Bob like M, uh, money starts with an M. You know what else starts with an M? Ministry. ministry. <laughs> we'll call it a ministry instead of money. <laughs> so. Another thing I have written down here was the little club that uh, their oldest son Josh created. Boycott. Boycott. Yes. Boys. I. Uh, Boys Christian Outreach. Can I say something just club before we get into like... this? I've got to say this. Me too. One of the things Jim Bob says on, on the beginning of this is, "We use Josh's situation to help purify our family." Oh I've got my that God! Down too. God. <laughs> I've got the, I actually wrote it down verbatim. Hold on. What are you talking see. about? He says, and I put Joshy Poo because, you know, that just made me laugh. God has used this situation with Joshy Poo to purify our family. That was. I just don't understand that. Your daughters have been hurt and wounded by this. Yeah. It's not a purification tool. God doesn't just sit back and look at stuff well, like I mean, this and be like, how whatever. how many years they let this go on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it started in 03. That's before even I was born. And then yeah. it... Air, it came out in public in 15. Yep, exactly. But I put so, for that, uh, Jim Bob clearly doesn't treat the issues with Josh here, with blah, 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 with Josh seriously. That's the truth. Yeah. So uh, it cracked me up though, because he was talking about boycott, and the quote from Jill says, the corner street, uh, the corner store 
started selling alcohol or pornography. And I started laughing. And I put, obviously, it wasn't pornography. Yeah. He was protesting. But, you know, <laughs> most of these people, like like Josh, you know, they have this vice, right? That's mm-hmm. what we're, We'll just call it vice. They have this vice. And so what they will do is they'll fight against something. Now, not everybody, but they'll fight against something full well knowing they, they're partakers. It's mm-hmm. just like the policeman that was a pedophile that said, don't do it again, Josh. That yeah, was actually, that was, my, that was my next yeah. thing I was going to bring up here. Um, um, before you that- do that, though, um, when it showed the clip of Boycott and then Josh going into his room with the camera and closing the door, he said, he said no rugrats allowed. Yeah. And that caught my attention. I'm like, is that a media reference? Did he watch the Rugrats? No, he was talking about the kids. So yeah, there's lots I know. Of times, there's lots of times where they will reference something that it's like some kind of thing that they've never seen before. Yeah. Like Superman or Rugrats or, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, Rugrats was a term that was far... <laughs> coined before the actual cartoon Rugrats. It just means little kids that are crawling around on the floor. That's what Rugrats are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're little kids. But so I'm just sidebar. I'm from Gen X and Alana is Gen Z. I'm yeah. I'm barely Gen Z. And uh, I'm I'm a Zennial, I guess is what they call yeah, me. Yeah, Heather's a, a Zennial X millennial, whatever. So right there at the edge. So that's mm-hmm. why she's like, was he talking about Rugrats? No, I'm gonna talk about the cartoon. But he's talking about the little ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like. <laughs> well, I figured he was using yeah. that as a reference to, I yeah, to but, call the kids. So yeah. I think we're gonna wrap it up with that. Um, when we come back, we will discuss Jim and Bobby or Bobby Holt. Yes, Holt. Uh, Mr. Holt. Holt. That guy. I'm telling you, I felt bad for him. You know, I, I did. Know, I don't feel so bad for him. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you soon. Take it a quick break. So we're going to start with, uh, we're going to jump ahead of time to 2015 and the eldest son, Josh. Yeah. Yes. So in 2015, Oprah Winfrey Show was getting ready to do an interview of Josh and Anna. And it was supposed to be a big deal. No, I think it was just Josh and Anna. No, it showed the family too. And all of a sudden, somebody... They still don't know who it was. Mm. Sent an anonymous letter to Oprah. And Oprah's team in turn reported them to the sexual I'm sorry, child abuse hotline. And Which by the way is what you're supposed to do. Okay. You are supposed to report these kinds of things when it comes to your attention. And you're about to hear what you're not supposed to do. You're not that supposed happened. to cover it up, and you're not supposed to pretend like it didn't happen and just hide it. Well, I don't want to cause any trouble. No, 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 no. And Report you're not it. supposed to have your cop buddy. Okay, we'll, okay, get, into we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> so it, the, in 2015, this anonymous, anonymous letter to Oprah Winfrey stated that Joshua Duggar forcibly touched four to five girls <clears throat> When he was four, between the ages of 14 and 15. Some and of some of them were his sisters. sisters. Yes. So, 
those poor girls. Yeah. That that was the first thing that came out with um, with Josh Duggar. So let's go back to meeting. We're going to meet Jim and Bobby Holt. Yeah. They're the friends of the Duggars. They have, what was it, 11 children? Yes. The I husband it was. said we got one boy and one girl. And then the wife, who was looking at him, turned to the camera and said, we have 11 children. Which, that's clearly defiance right there. <laughs> yeah. Of course, she was wearing pants, so, oh, my goodness. Yeah, ooh, you yeah. can tell that they have, kind of, they have kind of come out from under some of that mess. Mm-hmm. So, Jim Holt met Bobby on a blind date when he was 19. And she goes, and I was 14. Which he quickly jumps in and he goes, I didn't know. She was developed and looked mature. And then, and he, and then, he, and then he follows up with, and my, and my cousin told me she was 17. Yeah. <laughs> but then it shows a picture of when they started dating and she looks like a child. She looks she looks like a 14-year-old to me in She's that picture. She's a child and, and he's got a full mustache and beard. So my note says develop my ass if it has boobs it must be grown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um he complains about during the 14 kids and pregnant again special. The camera was just shoved in their faces during that interview and he was ashamed of that interview but there were several instances when they were on the show together multiple times so i don't know i'm i i am kind of hesitant to say i like i I partially feel bad for the whole because of the situation but on the same sense i i don't know you're skeptical i'm skeptical i mostly feel bad for their daughter I think I think what I'm think what I'm seeing when I look at them is a transition, like they're barely kind of transitioning out of some of this mess. Yeah, and I see a lot of anguish and pain on their face. I cannot tell you, you know, about the whole him dating his wife who was supposedly like 14. I don't know. That's terrible if it happened, but I don't know. But when the interviewer asked them about Josh. You know, Holt just put his head in his hands and just started shaking his Mm -hmm. head. And his response was, how deep do we go? Because it's a rabbit hole that's really twisted. Yeah, Yeah. he was not kidding. No, he was not. So their oldest daughter was born, it was like a month before or after. It was three days before Josh. Before Josh. So she she was born uh, March 1st, and he was born March 3rd. Mm-hmm. And the families were really, really close, and they hung out together and everything. Right. So from my point of view, it's like they're basically siblings. Yeah. What, how they were raised. And then they dated each other, which... Which technically it's they didn't date. They, they courted. They courted. So, 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 so Josh came to him and said, I want to... Uh, cool. I want to begin I want to a court courtship. Your daughter yeah, in, with yeah. The intention. Of but marriage. here's the thing: yeah. when when Holt when Mr. Holt started saying that, you can totally hear the disgust in his voice when he says Josh mentioned, you know, asking to court, you know, his daughter for purposes of marriage. You can totally hear in Holt's voice mm-hmm. that that disgusting, disgusted mm-hmm. sound in his voice when he starts talking about that. So, I don't know. So. Holt says that on March 30th, 2003, the Jim, Bob, and Michelle called 
him and Bobby to the house for a meeting in, in their bedroom. And at that point, they were told that um, he had touched his sisters inappropriately since he was the age of 12. Mm-hmm. And so um, he told him, uh, Jim Holt told Jim Bob Duggar, you need to make it right with the law. Because right. Jim, he said Jim Bob had just signed into an act about um, sex offenders and mm-hmm. sex offender act. And he yes. goes, this is against the law you just signed in on. He said, yeah. your own bill would mean that your son needs to be on that list. And here, here's what was said I found interesting. Um Holt said that when it was said Josh molested his sister, Michelle yes. spoke up and said, don't you ever say that again. Yeah, when Joe you know, Bob said that. They, mm-hmm. they, um, they, don't, they didn't allow the word molest. Yeah. They, they always said inappropriately touched yeah so and then it cuts at one point to a video of jim bob trying to say well he just he was curious about girls and he was touching them outside their clothing and they were asleep they didn't even know it happened and so it reminded me a lot of the people like with the cult that i was in where they would say oh boys will be boys right i hate that saying you know well the conversation goes on in that interview and then it comes down to Jim Bob telling Holt, we weren't going to have Josh confess to you at all. We were going to have him confess to Kaylee after they were married. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And yes. I mean, so Holt says, you were using my daughter as a carrot to get Josh to behave. And Jim Bob says, oh, well, yeah, kind of. It's like, what? Yeah. What? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. So, so he told him, he's like, we're going to go take the, take Josh to talk to the police. Do you want to come? And Holt's like, yes, I do. Yes. He wants <laughs> to know, he wants to know what happened. He wants to I see will, I will drag so, you there, basically. So they take him to uh, the state trooper's office. They go in and they sit down with the trooper. And the trooper, mm-hmm. he tells the trooper everything that happened. Uh, so they thought. Yes. Is, and Holt made sure to say, or so, so we, we thought. thought. <laughs> um. <laughs> And the trooper, you know, listens to him and says, look, I'm going to let you get by with a warning this time. But if you ever come back to me, I'm going to bring down the whole which is crooked of the law. That is so crooked. So the but also turns out later we find out that this trooper was arrested for child yeah, pornography, exactly. or child sex abuse material. Mm-hmm. And not only that, he was friends with Jim Bob. Yes. And he was friends with Jim Bob and he was part of the IBLP. So they do put, they, these type of cults get people that are in high positions, lawyers, doctors, police, mm-hmm. uh, to kind of enforce their rules on the outside. Yes. So if, if or a member, the rules on the inside, if a member like this whole thing with Josh, oh my goodness, they go to the cops, who do they get? They get the detective or whatever he was that they want. Yes. And he gets a slap on the wrist and nobody says anything. So that this whole type of stuff is just centered in secrecy you can't mm-hmm. say you can't say you can't say you can't say if you do it again i'm going to do this and once you give them secrets then they own you because yes. they're going to use those secrets and try to keep you in bondage exactly but one of the things that holt's wife said which i thought was really accurate because yeah it went on about the conversation went on about when they sent josh away to this 
stupid Bible college thing. I don't even remember. No, it was the IBLP training camp. So the for training troubled camps, boys. Yeah, the training camps are for troubled boys where they basically, all they do is make them do hard labor all yeah. day, every day. Yeah. So they sent him to that. And then when the show was going to start back up, Mr. Holt said, so how are you going to explain it to him that your son's not here? Because see, Mr. Holt's pushing for, they were going to, he's pushing them to, he wanted it to just be out and, and in the public light and and moving forward and he's you know basically jim bob's trying to hide and lie and so then jim bob's like well i'll just tell him he's on a mission trip i'll tell him he's on a mission trip right and he's like you can't do that that's a lie so he just goes and signs him out yeah he says he wanted him to come home for his birthday because jim bob's birthday was about the time they were going to do the special and so uh he signed him out for the birthday and then sent him back as soon as the special was over so and and it was funny because holt's wife what was her name bobby bobby she says uh well mr holt says it wasn't a blessing to josh at all and she and she said it was not a blessing to josh it was a curse to him yeah to to bring him back and not I, only I, that but the it, girls i mean yeah you know Nobody the, ever girls, talks about the girls so yeah the yeah. girls suffered from that that's major psychological things going on with the girls because now they know their brother who who's a predator he's going to be coming into their home they're going to have to be careful and you know all this other stuff it's just ridiculous it is and it's that whole like the holtz being you know shoulder to shoulder with them they saw everything that was going on they uh, from their end Mm -hmm. but they also kept silent well, they were trying to, and they're not defending them, but in their defense at the same time, they were trying to make them, and they were believing them when they were saying they were doing the right thing and come to find out they weren't this yeah. whole time. And so, see, that's kind of why I, I teeter totter on the Holtz, because I think that it's, it's a situation. It's just, it's kind of like a shit sandwich. Yeah. Which yeah. end are you going to eat first? Exactly. And, you know, I mean, the thing, the thing about it too, and the thing to remember too, is when all this came out, Josh was on the family reach council. He was one of the heads of the family reach council, (laughs) a research council, right? Not reach a research council. That that's what they did. Mm -hmm. So, um, just going over a few of the quotes, um, to end this one and wrap this one up for episode one. So one of my, uh, one of the quotes that I have from one of the victims of IBLP in discussing, um, or not just, the, so there's, there's several victims and then there's a pastor about- journalist that's on there. One of the quotes that he said was pandemic of abuse. Yes. And that was Josh Peace. He's a, pastor journalist that was on the documentary quite a bit um talking about the pandemic pandemic of abuse that is prevalent in this community yeah it's the way that they run their community can breed um monsters i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i mean now like i said there's plenty of lovely people that are fundamentalists um but most of them get in there and it just they the power and the manipulation and the mind control just runs away with them and they use these people up and suck their souls dry yeah until there's nothing left you can look in these people's eyes and there's just nothing left like if you want to know what a person looks like when they've just kind of lost a lot of hope 
there's a interview when they're when they're announcing the birth of their 20th child I, the kids faces the kids the faces kids so when michelle unhappy. is like i'm gonna have a 20 the kids are like oh i mean you can see it on their faces like oh my god whose turn is it to get a buddy or whatever yeah, exactly you can totally the see kids it faces that's so, actually on my list so that mm-hmm. soul sucking stuff just or, produces shells so, of human beings another another one of my quotes was the people who were supposed to be keeping me safe were harboring pedophiles exactly These, and yes. i have that written down too and i put louder queen yeah yeah on. so also, she it has was beautiful not, hair it was nothing to see um Children being spanked in the back of the church. I saw fourteen-year-olds right. getting married to thirty-year-olds. I mean, and this is your experience. And this was my experience. Okay. Yes, um, because their parents, if the if the parents signed the paperwork, they could get married at a younger age. Back yeah, then, yes, of mm-hmm. course. So, I mean, you know, we were raised to be wives and mothers. That's that's all our purpose was. And afraid. And yeah, afraid. Afraid. Oh, afraid. And obedient. Always afraid. Severely Because if you go against this person who, quote, has an authority over you, you're going against God himself is basically what they teach. And it's very so, fear-based. I remember there was this one guy, and I, even then, I could feel like, I, I could tell he was creepy. And I'm on one side of my parents' dining room table, and he's on the other. And I'm setting the table, and he's, like, stalking me around the outside of the edge of the table. And he's saying... Children obey their parents or they get spanked. Thus said the Lord. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. You're like, get thee behind me. <laughs> exactly. It was like, no, I didn't want him anywhere near me. Right. Get thee away from me. Get thee, get thee over there. <laughs> go outside. Go outside. You need go, go outside. outside. Start walking and go I'll outside. tell you when to stop. There's a mean chicken out there. Yes. <laughs> go find that mean chicken. So, yeah. Go get attacked by bean. <laughs> so, then there was also... Um, Patriarchal, I cannot say words. Is that the right word? Patriarchal? Yeah, Yeah. patriarchal. Authoritarian. Authoritarian. Women don't have rights, but a lot of the women were empowered by. They they are, yeah. And so I see a lot of that in Michelle where she's, to Jim Bob, the quiet, obedient, and, but the children, like. Obey mama. Obey mama. Obey mom, but then you have the child. Obviously, something goes on behind doors because, again, we we have that quote of Josie, two year old, just slapping her hands down as fast, hard mm-hmm. as she can, going instant obedience. Mm-hmm. To, to something I can't remember. I, I would have to quote that. I'm going to look at that because that's just yeah. That's, she, the quote ends up being longer, but still, the it's like instant. She's obedience. such a sweet yeah. child doing that, and I'm just like, wow. That's behavior mimicking. But but also you can see Michelle change in the Holt story where they're don't you ever say that again. You know, exactly. about Josh being a molester. Exactly. So she obviously she has power over her kids at least. At yes, least. Yes. Well, and we'll get into that later because uh, she's a big fan of blanket training, yes, and that is that's a horrific. terrible, terrible mm-hmm. thing. Um. So. It, one thing that kind of was like blew my mind too um, was that they would take their kids to kids eat free restaurants and then brag about putting them out of business. Yeah, it's like what is wrong with you? Like you know those servants would see them come in and be like, "Well, we're not getting paid today," because you mm-hmm. know they they aren't tippers. There's no, no. way they're tippers. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you're taking nineteen kids in there to eat them out. And he won't even pay his kids. Well, you know. 
stuff from the show what makes you mm-hmm. think he's gonna give a waitress a tip you know exactly that's for a later episode but you know and, and then uh, of course we talked and left about uh, i think this was off mic or or uh, on one of the deleted recordings um <laughs> about the pantaloons under the dresses and yeah. amy's husband dylan was so shocked pants under a dress and yeah. he didn't even know what they were yeah I mean, I don't have a problem with people dressing conservatively. I've done it. Yeah. My kids have done it. I've yeah. wore long dresses and, and tights and everything else. And it's got a historical factor. I, I'm not that too. way right now. Let me make that clear. Um, but I don't have a problem with that. Dress however you want. I think want, if you're but, dressing that way because you feel comfortable, it's well, one thing. Well, you feel comfortable or it's, it's just it's, how you choose to use your, like, if, if that's just that's just what you do. Yeah. I mean, dress how you want. That's what I'm saying. But the whole pantaloons what pantaloons and all of that it's like oh my gosh the saint little house on the prairie y'all she said in her accent little house on the prairie y'all so we talked about how somebody um and you know just how the iblp really just kind of drags these people in that want power and yes. more power and more power and they give them that sense of power because they have so much power over their family. If they're male, yes. If, if they're male, if they got a dingling, <laughs> if they got an Audi, not an any, mm-hmm. they they have power. Um, yeah. So, it definitely appeals to someone who has an evil intent. It does. There it are loving does. people or, in there, but it definitely appeals to those with evil intent. Exactly. Or to those who it's, are unsure of their position in life and need somebody to tell them what to do. Well, and that's one of the things that we'll get into for the next episode is where they talk about the simplicity of basically Gothard would say, this is what God says. Well, this that is actually in some of it in this episode. But yeah. 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 He, yeah he's like, I've got the answers, basically. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but um, going back to uh, where it continues on with the show, um, they did a Christmas special, and one of the girls talked about how it was weird to do that one because they had to pretend to have Christmas. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a little confused on that because um, growing up, uh, Christmas was a pagan holiday, you know, adopted by the Christians. Um, so, but I said what the. Words are hard. Celebrating the birth of Jesus in the manger and everything. I got confused on that because that's a celebration of your religion. Why would you not celebrate it? So I don't know that they necessarily meant that they didn't celebrate it. They just pretended to have Christmas at a time when it wasn't Christmas. That's the way I took that. Yes, that's what they're doing. It was a different season of the year. So... I want to leave off with this uh, quick discussion on this. So the children's seminar and basic life for the IBLB, the direct quote of what it says is principles we learn about authority and the importance of obeying the spoken as well as the unspoken Unspoken. wishes of those who are responsible for us. Unspoken Uh. wishes. That is social cues that they can see in public without having to be told anything, and they will instantly obey whatever that unspoken well, cue is. Well, it's also like if you go by what um, what I was raised with, it is constantly having to anticipate what that other person might want you to do or exactly. be or or seem like in that moment. You just can't be yourself. I think that was quoted so, for somebody. We. <laughs> 
going back to my the way I was raised, my mom, we, we ate a lot of beans because we, you know, we were five of us and yeah. we didn't, and she didn't work. And so dad was having to support five of us. So we'd eat a lot of beans. beans. And, and then my mom would say, well, don't fart when we go out. <laughs> she would feed us beans at least, you know, a couple times a week and Let's then tell you. us not to fart. You better public. hold it in. <laughs> we would blow up like blimps because we were scared to fart. I am so scared. I should not be laughing, but no, oh it's my funny gosh. to me now. But as a kid, do you know, in, in my big billowy dress, they were all bloated <laughs> up and full of gas, and I couldn't even let a squeaker go. I mean, come on, you know. See, that's the thing, though. You can't even do like normal body functions. Even even I'm scared. Like to you do have that to too. It, constrict yourself to the point that you can't fart. You can't do anything that's normal like yeah, normal body no and, pooping in public either yeah yeah you can't poop any at anybody's house mm-hmm. and I mean, what you, is it with them they would go over there and start talking to these people for five hours and you can't go to their house you know yeah like, and, and so go. you're sitting over there and you've got to go and you can't yeah. do anything and because you're not allowed to poop at their house you're not allowed to but do you see how mentally disturbing that is for children you're, you're training I mean, them I mean, kids are potty trained, and they pretty much potty train themselves. I'm just going to say that. They really do. At a certain age, they realize they don't like wet pants and stuff. Yeah. But, like, these people are, like, ultra training you. Like, yeah. you're some kind of sharpshooter in the middle of the desert laying there for two weeks, and you got to be ultra trained not to get up and go to the bathroom or not, something. Yeah. Not to have to go poop. Not you, know? To have to, you know? And exactly. I think Amy, uh, the the niece, Jim Bob's niece, Amy, she I, I quoted her as saying, you just knew you couldn't act like yourself. exactly you just know and that's that unspoken rules you just know that you can't you couldn't act like yourself that's the truth that's the truth all right well we will end on that quote i think that was a good what about what about uh thoughts that it was our thoughts section yep that's our thoughts (laughs) well i didn't know (laughs) what did you have a thought you wanted to share i have only got a few minutes left I have a whole thing on parentification. Oh, well, that's not even this episode, so. Yeah, but I'm uh, not going to be here. Yeah, you will be. One. You'll be here for the next one. It'll be okay. Uh, All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.